Welcome to Rice and Shine, a show where four Asian American teens discuss life from their perspective. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. And before we get started, I just want to announce that we officially hit 250 downloads on Spotify. So that's really exciting for us. It's a big landmark. So thanks everyone for downloading our stuff. And I also want to say that we're on Google Podcasts now. And if you want to hear more updates about us. You can check us out on Instagram at Rice and Shine Podcast just to stay updated. And so upon entering high school, we all become aware of our nearing futures. And it's kind of a daunting task to like talk about your futures and think about them. So I thought we could do it together. So when you guys were younger, what did you want to do? For me personally, like Ever since I was in second grade, I've always wanted to be a lawyer, and I really wanted to go to a good school and pursue law, um, but obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> what do you mean? I hate reading, and I hate writing, and I hate people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah. but now, like... I think my perspective has changed a little bit. Like, I might not want to go um, to that, like, conventional route. Like, maybe I want to try something a little bit more unique and risky. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. What about you, Ava? Um, as a child, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I think I was just sat on that sort of stereotypical vet route when I was a child, but that's definitely changed a lot. I feel like everyone wanted to kind of be like a veterinarian when they're a child. I don't know. Yeah, I think we all had a vet phase. Yeah. I didn't want to be a vet, but I wanted to be a marine biologist. Did you guys have a... Uh, I had a phase like in sixth grade. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, like, marine biology. I hated science, but like marine biology, it sounds so fancy. It does. And like water and animals. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I think we've all had the same phases. <laughs> when I was younger, I like, well, still, I just don't know what I want to do with my life. But when I was younger, I'd bounce back and forth between wanting to be a hairstylist, wanting to be a marine biologist, and wanting to be a doctor. So, the way they're like not related at all. Well, <laughs> marine biology and doctoring is kind of similar, but hairstylist, hairstylist. she is <laughs> on her own there. They popped out of nowhere. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think I had, like, the most stereotypical idea. Like, obviously, I wanted to be a vet, and then I gave up. So I was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. And then Lauren knows this, but I was, like, really set on being a linguist because, like, <laughs> like I always talk about this, but I love learning languages. And, like, as long as I can remember, I, like, have always been so fascinated by them. And then I ended up giving up (laughs) because I thought I wasn't smart enough and it was like really hard to learn languages for me because for some reason my brain just doesn't absorb the information. But Lauren like pointed this out to me a couple like, like a month ago or something. Like I gave up, but without realizing it, here I am like four years later and I'm like, okay at Chinese. No, dude, like you're learning, you're learning Chinese and Korean simultaneously and like you're sticking with it. Like me and Sophie will be on FaceTime and she'll just she'll just randomly start saying Korean to me. And I'm like, where are you learning this? But then Yeah, and you learn so fast too. Mm-hmm. Like you literally started reading like literally at a really high level out of like nowhere. 
Oh, yeah. I started learning in the summer uh, for Korean because Grace was like, yeah, you should learn Korean. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I like taught myself how to read and then I gave up. But I was also watching a lot of Korean content. So without trying, I like picked up stuff in my brain. And I didn't realize that until the other day. I was like, wait, Grace, say something in Korean. I want to see if I can understand. And she was all like, and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense oh my to God. me. <laughs> Yeah, and like I brought my mom in, and we had a full blown conversation about Sophie's dad being a surgeon. And Sophie, yeah. did you pick up any of that? Yeah, I heard chingu and like hanguka and like. Oh my god, teach! You're you're good. You're good. Don't give up on that dream. Oh yeah, and then the other day, or actually that was yesterday, I just started texting Grace in Korean. And I was like, oh, I'm going to practice because normally I use voice recognition because spelling is really hard. But I just started texting Grace in Korean. And so that's what I wanted to be when I, I got so off track. But that's what I wanted to be when I was younger. And then I'm kind of like still on that path. But I know that's not really very common because like, well, now that you guys are older, what do you want to do now? You know? I think for me, I I said this earlier, but I kind of want to take that risky, like unconventional route just for the thrill of it. Um, but it's kind of hard. Like part of me wants to pursue all of these uh, careers that really have no guarantee. And then the other half of me is like, well, should I just like, I don't know, I don't know, be a doctor. But then the other part of me knows that you know, I'll never be able to do that because that's not what I'm passionate about. Um, and I hope this doesn't backfire on me. And I hope that I don't like decide to become a doctor and they listen to this and they're like, what? <laughs> um, I think for now, I'm going to like try different things and just see what I really like. Yeah, I definitely get what you mean. Like when I was younger, I was really set on like having like kind of a typical job, like an accountant because I'm like okay at math so I was like okay accountant but like I'm not super passionate about that so I'm like realizing that there's other options out there and I think I think I kind of agree like I kind of also want to go the riskier route but what about Ava and Lauren? I think for me I have a lot of things that I do like to do and I'm pretty passionate about but I'm not sure like if my skill translate over to like making that as something I do when I grow up like pursuing it as a career. So in that sense, it's pretty ambiguous. I don't really know. Like, my future is pretty confusing. I don't know. Up until, like, a couple months ago, I really wanted to be, like, a doctor or a nurse until I realized you have to do chemistry for that. And chemistry isn't really my forte. Chemistry is so hard, I'll man. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. But I thought about it, and... Like, I really see our podcast going somewhere, I mean, since we hit 250 downloads, and I don't know, I think that really sparked something in me, you know, and I was thinking, you know, if you guys were down, maybe we could- Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because I kind of want to go the more creative route nowadays, because like, I want to do- Oh, my dad told me this, he's like, if you do something you're passionate about for your job, you'll never have to work another day in your life, and I think that's kind of a common phrase- but it kind of stuck with me. And I was like, okay, if I end up doing accounting for the rest of my life, am I really going to be happy? No. <laughs> so, I mean, I have like a couple ideas. Like, I I talk about this. And I'll probably, I'll go back to this at the end. Because I have like something, <laughs> I just have a lot to say about it. But I, 
going to go into, or I might go into the mental health area just because it's something I'm really passionate about, right? So like a social worker, so I can help people who are struggling. And that's kind of like a route that I'm leaning. But at the same time, another part of me is like, oh, an actor, that would be fun. (laughs) I've never acted ever. But something in me all of a sudden was like, okay, maybe actor. And then there's like linguists, which I already talked about, because I think languages are really fun. And then I was like, wait, no, maybe I could be a producer because, you know, music is fun. And then I was like, wait, wait, what about radio personality? So I just don't know anymore. It's like, I'm just confused, you know? I really am like discovering new things. Like you guys said about this podcast, like I've never been interested in the field of radio or broadcasting but I decided to take this class and here we are and like this is just the very beginning like we're literally only freshmen like we've only been through the first semester of high school and it's been online too so I think we might have a lot more options ahead of us so right now I'm like trying to be open to anything like especially our podcast and any of my other extracurriculars like I'm trying to pursue multiple things and I'll just see what sticks like I don't really want to stress too much about it um yeah even though it's like a really big deal yeah I was thinking about that too but like we're just freshmen guys like we still have time to think about it and like my my like dream job careers have like changed through the past few years so I'm just hoping that like something will come to me naturally and I'll be like yep this is it (laughs) Grace I liked what you were saying about like never considering radio because like I tell my family this but like at the beginning of the year we'd have to do videos like introducing ourselves and I'd listen to my voice and I'd like gag but now I listen to my voice all the time I'm listening to our podcast I'm editing you know and radio this class has really opened up new doors for me and I'm really grateful to that oh for sure like we have an amazing teacher Mr. Joe Bryant hi if you're listening to this (laughs) Um, but I don't know just like even though we're online I think we're doing what we're doing because we're online like I think I'm trying to like make the best out of our situation here and I doubt like we would have um, taken our radio show this far if we had to do school in person. Like now we have a lot of free time on our hands and we can FaceTime between classes and do all this. So I think like even what we're doing right now is is super cool because, you know, who knows what would have happened if we weren't in the situation and we weren't taking this exact class and we weren't like all friends and, you know. Yeah, I think it's, we're actually doing really well. Like, people keep telling us this because we've never actually been to, like, the radio class because we've been online this whole time. So we've always been doing stuff this way, like, not professional mics. Like, I'm literally just sitting next to my iPad to record this because I don't have any equipment and stuff. So considering all of that, like, when we do eventually, like, get to go back and get to use this like fancy equipment just imagine how crazy that'll be for us because we're used to like um kind of (laughs) just scraping (laughs) I don't know how to explain it but like kind of like well duh like Lauren and Grace were saying but I never considered radio like I took the class because um everyone else was taking it and then like I never thought I would like really really like it but I actually really enjoy the class like it's one of my favorite classes 
And I used to be really like shy about hearing my voice. Like when I would have to um, record stuff for radio in the beginning, like just as assignments, I was like, I was pretty insecure <laughs> about my voice and about like how I did radio, but I've like, I've expanded a lot and it kind of helped me break out of my shell. Have you guys experienced that? Yeah, I think radio has definitely helped me be more comfortable just talking in general and then also being comfortable with like conversating with other people about like different topics because you know every week we're talking about something new and I guess we're like stepping out of our comfort zone to do it um and I think it's because like we have an amazing teacher and you guys are amazing like I think uh Mr. Bryant really pushed us forward and I think he gave us like a lot of reassurance that like we're doing well even though we literally don't know what we're doing and yeah mm -hmm. we're constantly like out of our like comfort zone but I think that's like how you grow and I also think there's like fun in that too so yeah yeah, it's always fun to try something new. Personally, for me, I haven't really stepped much out of my shell very much. I'm pretty introverted and I don't really like talking much, but I think radio is like sort of getting me to transition into talking a bit more and being more comfortable. Yeah, because we're always like, Ava, say this. Yeah, but I think I've seen, I've seen you break out of your shell a bit. Like you definitely talk more and you're more comfortable talking with us over radio so I think that's an improvement oh, for sure mm -hmm. like yeah Ava I I don't know like I think we've all improved at just talking in general um and I think we've also been learning like professionalism on the side like we're subconsciously like learning how to do certain things like how to formally write an email or like how to reach out to someone and ask them for something but like being very professional about it and like putting ourselves up to the task and doing things on time and make sure that we're recording and uploading like we're doing this on the weekends and you know it's kind of our break but despite that we're like pushing ourselves to uh, make deadlines that we've created for ourselves so I think like in that sense we've also been like pushed out of our comfort zone in a good way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that circles back to what Sophie was saying about how her dad said that if you do something you love, then it doesn't feel like work. Like, that's why I feel when I'm recording our stuff, you know, even though we are recording on the weekend, we're putting out all this content on the weekend when it is technically our break. It does feel like, like, I log on to Zoom and I'm like, hey, I'm, we're hanging out, you know, like, it's like, we're just having a conversation and the world gets to hear it, you know. And I think that also has helped me gain confidence in my voice. And also, like Grace was saying, we've learned professionalism. We've learned to keep different rules in mind while we're talking and learning to think on the spot. And I think that as much as that really is important for radio, it also translates to like everything. And I think that as much as we do want a future in radio, if we don't get a future in radio, this class has really set, up, uh, set us up with skills that we can use for any field. Exactly. Like, I've felt myself grow a lot through this. Like, I'm so much more outgoing now than I was. And I'm, like, comfortable using, like, my radio voice because I used to get insecure when people would hear my voice. And, like, I still do. I think everyone kind of has moments like that. But I've, like, I think this will translate into, like, 
later on in life because I'll be able to like maintain professionalism, ask for what I want and like put myself out there. So I think that's something like this is something that has affected my future a lot in like a couple ways. And I don't feel like any pressure from doing a radio show. I think it's really fun, but that's not how it always is. You know, like with careers and everything, there can be a lot of pressure put on us, especially as young kids. So have you guys ever felt pressure from others to like do something you didn't want to do job wise or career wise or basically anything? Yeah. I personally feel like there's sort of a stereotype when it comes to like specifically Asian kids like you just always assume like oh your parents must put like a lot of pressure on you like oh your parents must want you to go to an ivy league and be a doctor or go into stem or whatever but i have never felt that kind of pressure in my life and i think that's where i feel pressure like (laughs) that doesn't make sense but i'll explain it a bit more like my parents aren't the ones saying you should do this to make a lot of money or you should do this so you can get into a good college so um, you have a good impression on people. Um, They want me to do whatever I want. They just want me to be happy. And I think that creates room for like worries and anxieties because I don't know what I want to do. So it's like because they're like the entire world, like you have all these careers and you can just pick whatever you want to do whatever makes you happy and I have so much like worry and anxiety like am I gonna pick the right option and I guess that's where I feel pressure because I don't know what I want to do I don't know what I'm gonna do and the things that I like sort of want to do have no guarantee to it so I feel an immense amount of pressure just whenever I think about that I totally get what you mean, especially when, like, pursuing more creative paths, or I don't want to say, like, more unconventional paths. I think, like, some of them aren't guaranteed, and that's, like, where a lot of stressors come from. What about um, Lauren and Ava? I definitely relate to Grace a lot. I feel like my parents aren't, like, as strict in, like, putting restrictions on what I can do and what I can't do. They're pretty open to what I like to do, but they similar to Grace, that puts a lot of pressure because I I think I work best with a lot of restrictions. And when I don't have those, I feel like very um, sort of weighed down in the sense that I have so much that I can choose from, but I just don't know what I should pick. Um, I think mine is really similar to your guys's. Like my parents have always been really uh, supportive of whatever I want to do. Like I remember one day I was like, yeah, I think I might want to go into character design. And my dad was like, okay, um, whipped up, whip up some characters and show me, you know, it's always been this, they've always been super supportive. And I've like talked about doing radio. My dad's like, okay, so how do you want to grow? It's always like, I want to do this. And then he'll be like, okay, so this is what you need to do to achieve this. And so I've never really felt pressure from that. And I think it's more of, an overwhelming type feeling for me because there are so many options and my parents are always super um, willing to support me in that. And so it's more overwhelming about the possibilities than it is about the pressures. Yeah, like if somebody, if my parents were like, okay, Grace, um, you're going to be a doctor and that's your only option. So go be a doctor. I would be like, well, I guess I'm going to be a doctor. Like, well, that's too bad for me. Guess I'll have to like, actually know what I'm doing and I'll know like okay 
Step one, I'm going to get really good grades in school. Step two, I'm going to take the MCAT, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go to medical school, pursue that. And I'll, like, know exactly what to do. Even though I don't necessarily want to do it, I'll know what to do. I, I, I'll know what steps to take to achieve that. And I think because we're all sort of like, oh, we want to take maybe a creative career path, there's no, like, set one way to do it. There are so many different ways people have achieved success. And I think that's, like, uncertain. uncertain and I think that's where a lot of the anxiety and pressure comes from. Definitely. Like, I relate to everything you guys said. And, like, I think I'm the one who's putting the pressure on myself. Because, like, both of my parents, um, kind of like the rest of you guys, they don't pressure me into doing anything. Like, they don't say, okay, you have to be a doctor or anything like that. So when my mom was younger, um, I think she had this expectation on her that she had to become a doctor. And then um, her family, I think they wanted her to be a nurse, you know, because I guess um, it was kind of a common theme in my mom's family that they were like, they would always put her down and like, they didn't really believe in her too much. And then my mom went and became like an amazing doctor. So she kind of proved all of them wrong. And like, that's kind of setting an expectation for me too. Cause now I feel like I have to do something so amazing that blows everyone away when really I don't like, I just need to do something that'll make me happy and content. But like this part of my brain is telling me I have to do something extraordinary and I just don't know how to do that. And also coming from like me talking about how everyone is like doctors, like literally everyone in my family is a doctor like my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, everyone is a doctor. And so I'm feeling this pressure, like, maybe, like, I'm supposed to be a doctor. Is there no other way to, like, build a career for myself? Which isn't true, because I've never been told that I have to do that to be successful. But it's just something I put on myself. And that's where a lot of my stress comes from. And also my brother, he's really committed to like a specific path like he wants to go to the air force like he wants to join like west point and you know become a part of the air force and he has this really set path to do so so he like takes flight school and stuff he's flown a plane before and i'm just sitting here like oh maybe i'll do this and i feel like i i just don't have a plan and i'm like putting a lot of pressure on myself because i feel like i feel like I have to have a set plan and like I'm not good enough because I don't have a set plan and it just messes with my head you know yeah I like completely agree and I think another thing is that you can literally be anything like you don't have to be a doctor but you can literally be like a professional food tester taster and it doesn't matter you just have to be successful I think that's, like, the pressure we put on ourselves. Like, we have so many options. We can literally do anything, but we just have to be successful. And success doesn't always mean a happy life. It means money, a good paycheck, like, a really high paycheck. And um, I think that's also, like, another worry for us. Like, we aren't limiting ourselves to certain jobs, but we're sort of limiting ourselves into this idea of like, well, whatever we do, we just have to make a lot of money and like, I don't know, be successful so we can like provide for our families or, you know, whatever the reason may be. 
I actually disagree with you because my definition of success is different. Like, when I think of success, I think of doing something that makes me happy while also having a secure income. And I think that's a hang-up, too, is that everyone has different definitions of success. And you need to, like, that's the thing about the future is that you need to find something that fits your definition of success in order to feel fulfilled. I think I kind of relate to both you and Grace because, like, for my whole life, success for me has been, like, I need to make sure I'm making money because, like, you know, I was always thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to become an actor. But then I was like, there's no guarantee I can do that. So for a while, I was like, okay, I'll be an accountant. And then my dad was like, why don't you try, like, doing this? And I'd be like, I don't, I don't think I'll make money doing that. And, like, money has always been my first thought because I want to be able to provide for everyone. But then I was, like, thinking about being an accountant just, like, sitting in an office all day. It just makes me feel sick. Like, I don't want to live my life like that. I don't think I'd be content doing that. And I thought that that wouldn't matter to me. But now that I'm getting older, I'm like, do I really want to spend my life working towards this, you know? Yeah, like I've heard one of my friends, he's a medical student at UW, he told me this and he was like, the doctors who are in it for the money never succeed because they aren't truly passionate about medicine, so they never succeed. And I think, like now that I'm thinking about it, he's actually really right. Like if you're in a certain field for the reason being money, I don't think you'll ever succeed. So I think it's important to do what you like, but it's really hard to not think about the pressure of like making money because that's how society defines success as. And yeah, I really do want to be happy, but I have to make sure that I'm not blindly going into anything. Like I do have a set path and blah, 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 blah. So yeah. Yeah, that's a big part of, like, the struggle of choosing a career, and I talked about this with Ava before, and I was like, Ava, you're really put together. What do you want to do? And she was like, I don't know. So, Ava, do you want to tell us about that? I feel like I have a lot of more, all my activities are pretty creative-based. Like, I do art sometimes, I do harp and music and stuff, but I feel like, I don't know, I don't know if I will be content at doing either of those things, because I feel like I haven't experienced enough of like, do I really want to be sitting like in orchestra just playing away? Do I really want to be doing art as a career to just like drawing away? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like everyone sort of heard the thing where if you turn a hobby into a job, you can also lose some of that fun in it. And I don't want that to happen to either of my activities and the things I want to do. So I feel like I'm very, um, like, I don't really know what I want to do. In that exactly sense. like you don't want to lose your passion for those things because like I Ava's really passionate about art from what I can see like her artwork is really amazing and I don't want her to lose that but I just it's so tough you know yeah it's so it's such a hard thing choosing something that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life it's really exactly easy. yeah so like only my close friends know this but I was involved like I I worked as a kid I um I was part of an industry that is pretty um I don't want to say it but like they have really high standards and when I was young I was like okay so I'm 
doing this right now. So I just assumed that I would do it when I was older. But now that I'm like, mm, not older, but I'm slightly more mature, I know that like, that's not a possibility for me anymore. And I think it's really hard because when I was younger, I wanted to do this job, but now I can't do it. And like, so many things change, like, I change, my situations around me change, my environment changes. So I think that's like where a lot of other pressure comes from too, because again, I've said this so many times, but I'm uncertain. Yeah. And that brings me to our last point of today. What is your guys's dream? And that's just, it's such a vague question. So honestly, it could be anything. Just like speak what's on your mind, you know, like it could be your dream life, dream job, dream future, anything. Personally, my dream, I like, here's the thing. I haven't really thought about my career other than like the dream of wanting to radio with you guys and continuing what we have going on. Like, I think that's what I th- would make me happy in the future, you know? But beyond that, when I get older, I decided that I want to retire and have this giant garden. And <laughs> this sounds like so stupid. But, like, I've really thought through this, guys. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember. You know. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think that's a part of me is just if I something's not said, I skip ahead and I think of what comes after that, you know. So I think it's a matter of getting things sorted for myself. And once again, if you guys want to keep doing this, I would – I would gladly do it. I haven't really thought about what I want to do as a career, but I just know that I want to do something. I want to find what I'm truly passionate about. I know that sounds really like cheesy and stereotypical, but I don't want to be like in a job where I'm just like, oh, when can I get out of this? When can I be done? So I just want to have something that's like stable income while also doing something I'm very um, happy with. My dream is to have a really good looking husband. (laughs) and I want to be the best dressed mom at my kids PTA meeting that is my one true dream and that motivates me every single day okay but I can totally see you as like Astrid from Crazy Rich Asians yes I love Astrid even though she you know her husband (laughs) did on her but well, um, that makes her even more of a boss. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she's you a suck. powerful woman. I yeah. love her. Um, but like, on a well, not on a real note. That you know, that is actually my dream. Don't get me wrong. Um, but for me, I really want to do something that makes me happy. And in my mind, in the back of my mind, I know exactly what I want to do. I know the exact steps I want to take. So my dream is to be able to pursue that without fear and without the fear of failing and without the fear of not making, you know, my family proud. And I just want to be happy. Like right now I'm happy. So I hope that five years later, 10 years later, 15 years later, I'm just as happy as I am right now. Yeah, Grace, I agree with, like, everything you said. I think, for me, a really big goal is just being happy. Like, I, of course, I want to be successful, and I want to, like, have a fulfilling life. But, like, above all, I just want to be happy and content, you know, like, find somewhere I love and live there. And then, 
Like, I'm just so scared I'm not going to be content because I want to live not because I have to, but because I want to. And that's never been the case for me. And I want, like, I want at some point in my life to feel like I am here because I want to be here, not just because I was born, you know? And that's just, like, a huge thing for me. And I think, like, something I really want is to, like, to become someone who can help people like me. And by that, I mean people who are struggling with mental health. And I want to be someone that others can rely on because if I had someone like that earlier in my life, maybe things would have been different for me. You know, like maybe I wouldn't have done the things I did to myself or had the thoughts that I had or like been through the pain that I went through and I'm still experiencing in some ways. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have stood where I stood if you know what I'm saying. And I just, that's a lot to ask of myself. And I know that. And I just always think about this stuff and wonder if I'm even good enough to be that person for someone. Like if I'm worthy to be that person. But at the same time, I like, I think I could do it. Because like, when I look at people who are struggling, I, I see myself, if that makes sense. And like, I see all the dark nights I've had when I, like, look into their eyes, and I just, like, I see the pain that they're in, and if I can lessen that pain and just take some of the burden off of that person, that'll be enough for me to keep going. Like, I want to help those people so that they don't have to go where I was, and, you know, you know what I'm saying. I want those people to know that I care about them and that they matter, and that will be enough for me, honestly. And that's a lot coming from a small kid like me. Like, I'm really young, but maybe I can get there one day is what I keep thinking. And I'm sorry for always taking up so much time just talking about me and, like, mental health and stuff. But I'm just really passionate about this. And I was thinking, like, maybe talking about this on Race and Shine is the first step. You know, I don't even have to be a social worker or therapist. Like, I just want to be someone who can share the burden and lessen the pain because I know some people don't feel like they have a reason to stay. And, like, I didn't either. And I want to be someone's reason. Like, I'm not going to leave anyone behind. And I never had someone to lean on. So I want to make sure that everyone else does. And I hope so badly that one day I can finally feel like I have a purpose and that I can get to be the person that I spoke of earlier. And I don't care how long it'll take. I just, I really want to get there. So that's my dream. So, Sophie, thank you. Um, I think definitely by just talking about it, that's really good. And don't apologize. The world needs to hear this. Like you were saying previously, um, mental health is often seen as such a taboo topic. And I think the fact that you're being so open about it is really starting to tear down that um, barrier. I think that, Sophie, like, what you are experiencing and what you felt, like, you're definitely not alone in this. And for anyone listening, like, what we've said so far, like, you might not agree with us about everything, but I think definitely um, mental health, like, the the want to be happy and the want to feel needed and those kind of things I think every human has at least experienced that once and if you feel like that right now uh you can go you can go ahead to Instagram and you can shoot us a DM and we'll reply to you and I hope 
that everyone listening knows that whatever you're going through, you're not alone. All right. So we covered a lot today. We talked about our futures, our wants, everything. So I hope everyone enjoyed this episode, you know, listening to our conversation. And maybe in the future, we'll do an update, see where we're at. And uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram and Spotify and now Google Podcasts. Thanks again for 250 downloads. Um, Thanks, and we'll see you next time.